Welcome to the boss level. My name is Enigma. I am your host. I am an evil supervillain. I am a 15-year industry veteran. I am a lifelong gamer, game console collector, and a part-time streamer. Hope you're having a great week so far. Happy Monday to you. We're going to get things going here and get your week started off with some positivity and hopefully... And so hope you're looking forward to that. Uh, here in the suburbs of Chicago, we have seen a dramatic change in the weather. It has uh, now officially become fall. I know that uh, last week we had uh, some pretty nice temperatures outside. There were about 70, 75 outside during my lunch times uh, during the week. And then uh, Friday came, and Thursday, Thursday and Friday came, and uh, everything was completely different. It was much colder it was much uh, more brisk and uh, as I'm sitting here right now on Sunday the 8th recording this podcast uh, it is it's still pretty cool outside so I think uh, we have turned the corner as far as uh, the seasons go I know there's a lot of people who like the fall season uh, personally I prefer the warmer climates the warmer weather and uh, that's why I don't complain a lot when it gets hot. I really don't. Uh, I just you can to me you can always go out and enjoy and and uh, and sit around outside when you can and enjoy weather. You know, enjoy the uh, nature when and and the world when it's warm outside. When it's cold, all you want to do is get back into the warmth. So uh, we're 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 doing okay here. Hopefully that uh, the the snow will be light this winter coming up. I know that uh, back in 2020. Here in the uh, the suburbs of Chicago on Halloween, we we had a lot of snow. Uh, I exaggerate and say it was a couple of feet. My girlfriend says you're exaggerating. Don't say that. But we had snow on the ground. I do remember there was a lot of snow and ice on the ground. And then uh, come up uh, on Christmas, it was like 65 degrees, and we were outside raking leaves. So that's how weird the weather can be here in in uh, the Midwest in Chicago. They say if you don't like the weather, just wait a minute; it'll change. Uh, quite frankly, uh, the thing about the Midwest, at least where I live in the Midwest, that, that I don't like is the fact that the the winters here are very long. So we currently are in fall. Uh, by the by, the end of the month, by by Halloween, we're probably going to see temperatures dipping down at night into the uh, mid 30s, and then after that, uh, we probably won't see the sun again <laughs> in a positive light until about May. That's the way that it works here uh, in Chicago. Is that uh, or outside of Chicago? Is that we have a very very long winter. Uh, our summer, we do have a summer, we do have like two weeks of spring, and we usually have about three weeks or four weeks of fall, and then we go right into our, uh, you know, six to eight months of, of winter, you know, so while you are, a lot of the other parts of the world, you'll see, you know, April, oh gosh, April, the weather is starting to improve, yeah, that doesn't happen here in the suburbs of Chicago, the weather weather doesn't improve till usually about the end of May, so that's how it works, I, I, I can tell you that, uh, we went, when my girlfriend and I went to uh, see the Detroit Tigers play up in Detroit many years ago, we, we sat down, it was on Easter, so Easter uh, was on a Sunday, and it was, uh, I think it was early April, and the second they sat us down in our seats at the uh, at Tiger Stadium in Detroit, it started snowing. <laughs> <laughs> and we, I looked at her. I was like, "This is not. This is baseball. This is a baseball stadium. We're watching baseball. There should not be snow while we're watching baseball." But that's how it is, guys. Here in the Midwest, it really is. Is, is uh, you just can't count on 
they're not being winter until, like I said, you know, usually about the end of May. You, you'll start to realize, oh, the weather's starting to change. But that's just how it goes. So but wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope you're taking care of yourself. Hope you're taking care of your loved ones. Hope you're taking care of your family. All your pets, you know, friends, all that good stuff. I really do hope you guys are, are doing great. So uh, I thought I would take today to do my official review of uh, Starfield. And I really wanted to, to talk about that. But before we get into to Starfield, let's go ahead and uh, get my good housekeeping stuff out of the way. I do that at the beginning of the podcast. You guys know uh, it's, it's, it's how it is. Uh, first, of course, I'm going to tag my channel, my Twitter, and my Twitch. And I guess my Kick channel. I haven't streamed on Kick yet because there has, was a bit of a, a controversy about uh, something with Kick. And I'm... I don't want to talk about it on the podcast because it's got some risque content, and and I do my best to be family friendly here. I, I don't uh, I don't really dip into uh, the, the the risque stuff. I don't scream and cuss or anything like that. Uh, at least not on the podcast and not on my streams. Uh, anyone who knows me in real life knows that I I do actually do those things, but I don't. Uh, I try not to do them on my streams. I try not to do them on anything like that, just simply because you never know who's watching. And the last thing I want to do is uh, say something that's going to affect a a young mind like that negatively. So I don't really rant or cuss or go on. I know I've had people say, well, maybe you should just lighten. You know, you you should do it a little bit, and and maybe we will at some point, but. I've always been the type of person that uh, wants to make sure that I understand that there are people out there who, uh, you know, there, there are young people out there that, that are looking for for here to listen to some people and and, and online and such. And I don't want to I don't want to corrupt a young mind because I went on a a rant about something. So that's I, that's really why I don't really do it. Plus, it's just not polite. You know, a lot of my friends are, uh, especially since I've started streaming, are ladies, and uh, something I. Uh, stress quite a bit is that something that is really in the last generation or so millennials I think started it and now we have Gen Z something that's been very lost on a lot of young men is the uh, how to talk to a lady you know and and they just because a lady is fresh-mouthed and and says things to you doesn't necessarily mean that you have to respond in kind. You can still treat them like a lady. You can still be a gentleman, and that's something that is sorely lacking right now with uh, with uh, young men. I, in my humble opinion. But anyway, let's. Uh, that's not what the point of this podcast. Let's go ahead and talk about my Twitch channel and my and such. My Twitter. For you know, you could find me at Evil Enigma. That's me, Evil Enigma at Evil Enigma on Twitter, and that's also my Twitch handle, Evil Enigma. Uh, E-N-Y-G-M-A is how I spell Enigma, the Riddler way. That's where I got the name, quite frankly. Uh, Enigma is another character that I created, but the name I was inspired by, the Riddler. Okay, so go figure. That's how it works. But you could find me on Twitter at Evil Enigma. You can find me on Twitch at Evil Enigma. It's also my my kick channel is uh, Evil Enigma. You can find me at all three of those places. Uh, you'll be able to uh, check me out on Twitter's where I'm most active. Uh, I do try to share positive and funny things as much as I can, uh, even if I'm not having a good day. I want to make sure I'm trying to uh, make everybody else's day good if I can. That's just the kind of guy that I that I am. Uh, but I do try to do that. And honestly, there's been you know a couple of uh, 
last couple of months there's been some rough stuff going on and I still still try to find funny stuff and post it online so people might get a chuckle out of it or or might you know make somebody smile you never never ever uh, underestimate the power of a kind word and a smile to somebody you just never know when you'll be able to make someone's day better uh, really don't even when I'm like at McDonald's or something and I'm getting something and, and McDonald's drive up folks yeah yeah you guys don't get paid enough you really don't uh, because of what you put up with and and you know granted that's not the kind of job you should aspire to have but the truth is is that i understand that it can be frustrating dealing with people and uh working long hours and being underpaid i completely i completely get that but i still try to smile at them and and look at them in the face look at them in the eye and just say thank you so much i do greatly appreciate you and i i try to do that with with uh, just about everybody. So even if I'm having a rotten day, that doesn't mean I can't uh, do what I can to make your day better. So check me out on Twitter at Evil Enigma. I'm there. I will converse with people, especially if you're nice. I will definitely converse with you. That, that's just how it is. Uh, if you're rude or obnoxious, I probably won't. <laughs> that's just how it is. Uh, I don't believe in feeding the bears. I really don't. I, I look at the fact that it's much better to... Uh, interact with somebody who's being positive and, and wants to actually, uh, I don't want to say learn because I'm not exactly a teacher here, but wants to, wants to accept the fact that, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe only Enigma there's got a different opinion than I do, but you know, do what you can to, to, uh, speak with me. I would, I really would appreciate that. I do pride myself on being very approachable. I definitely don't put myself on a pedestal for, for any reason. Uh, so you know, check me out at, on Twitter at Evil Enigma. Like I said, that's also my Twitter or my Twitch. I'm sorry, and my my Kick account. You can find them both of those. I do stream on Friday nights and Sunday mornings. Uh, Friday night, usually between nine to nine thirty Central Standard Time, is when I sign on, and I usually I stream for three hours. So if I stri- if I go from nine, I'll go to midnight. If I'm at nine thirty, it'll be to twelve thirty. That's I, I do for three hours on Friday nights. Those are my bourbon streams. Or as I've said on my Twitter account, I don't know if it's illegal to fly a spaceship and drink in Starfield, but I'm dang sure going to find out tonight. That's what Friday night is. I will uh, crack open a bottle of bourbon and uh, watch, you know, play and play Starfield and and have a good time. It's what I try to do. Uh, I've been playing Starfield for the last uh, several weeks, so we'll see where we go from there with with that game. Uh, on Sunday mornings, uh, this morning, like I'm taping this, I'm recording this on a Sunday. Taping is something that us 80s kids say. Uh, Sunday morning up from 9 to noon, I, I streamed this morning. So Friday night, 9 to 9.30 Central Standard Time. Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noonish is when I uh, will stream, usually three hours of stream. Uh, right now, as I said, we're playing Starfield. I do plan on playing Starfield all the way up until we get to Spider-Man 2. I'm very excited to play Spider-Man 2. Uh, I loved the original uh, Insomniac game, even if I thought the story was a little weak. I loved the way that the game played. I loved the way that the uh, the, the, the game looked. I, loved, I just loved the game. It was very well made, and I just wish the story was a little better. But, hey, what can you do? Uh I do plan on uh, starting that up now. Uh, that's going to actually happen the week after TwitchCon. This weekend coming up, the, as you listen to this, this upcoming weekend I will be on, as I usually am, but the week after I will be in Las Vegas, and I do plan on being at TwitchCon for one day. I, I don't know how many days. I, I have a ticket for all three days, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I've uh, never been... And the list of panels that they have sent that I looked at, I don't see anything that would really 
impact me. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't the kind of thing that I, uh, some of that stuff I was like, like gee, I, I don't know. Does this even apply to me? And a lot of it did not. But I still want to go and try to meet people. We'll see if that happens. Uh, look, take a look around and see what's there. I would really want to have a good time. I'd love to meet some folks. If you're going to be at TwitchCon, let me know my Twitter account. But that's two weeks from today. Two weeks from uh, this I say from today, you were listening to this on the 9th, which is Monday, uh, next weekend. Not this weekend coming up, the weekend after. I will not be streaming. I will be at TwitchCon. So when I get back, we'll stream Spider-Man 2. So I have one more week of, of Starfield I'm going to stream, then we'll get right into Spider-Man 2. That's what I really want to play. And then after that, you know, a friend of mine came into my stream today and asked me, so what are you looking forward to besides Spider-Man? And I said, you know what I really want to do is stream Mario RPG Remake. So that's another one I really want to do when it when it comes out. So uh, that that's my plan right now. That's uh, where you can find me. Uh, please follow me on all those wonderful uh, sites. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Twitch. Twitter is where I, I, I will let you know when I'm streaming. So I always post a, hey, I'm live. So come see me uh, on those platforms. I would appreciate that. Give me a follow. I've been very stagnant lately, and I would love nothing more than to uh, get into the, uh, the growth game again. So... So some days are better than others, but sometimes it also just feels like that there's no one who is watching me at all, <laughs> which is how it is for a very small potato streamer like me. But what could you do? What could you do? I still play games. I still try to have fun, and I definitely hope I can I can talk to you uh, some way or another, and you you will uh, hopefully enjoy my content. So uh, that being said, I am a member of Team Dragonfire. I am also a content creator for the Kindred Knights, which is a uh, group that we are affiliated with a hot sauce company called KindredNations.com. So if you go to KindredNations.com and pull out that E and put in the number three, because that's the way you kids spell things these days, you can check out their line of hot sauces. They have apparel over there. They also recently, I have uh, found out that they are doing... Uh, supplements if you go to the gym you know uh, weightlifting supplements and, and and things like that so check check that out uh, i personally am not a gym rat but that doesn't mean i don't uh, I, I won't tell you that they have good stuff over there because they do what i want and i said this when they said are you excited uh on their discord uh which you can find a link to in, in my chat and such uh they, they said are you looking forward to the, the gym supplements and i said i'm not really a gym guy i'm looking forward to a taco sauce. When are you guys going to do a taco sauce? So, so I uh, really want to see Kindred Nations uh, do a, a taco sauce, and hopefully that's coming up here pretty soon. I know, I know they have a barbecue sauce. They have a long line of hot sauces over there with a lot of different applications. I find stuff all the time you can put that hot sauce on, and it's actually it, it, they have so many different ones, and they can put it on different things. It's actually quite good. And a lot of different things, you know, like I, the honey garlic fire sauce, I found out you could put on baked beans and it makes baked beans taste better, you know, and, and you can also put it on a salad, tastes good on a salad. So go over there and check out the, the, the hot sauces, the apparel and all that good stuff. Use my code when you check out, if you find something you like, go ahead and use my code Enigma, E-N-Y-G-M-A, you'll get 10% off and it does help a little bit, uh, you know, give me a little bit on the back end so I can continue uh, providing content here on my twit on my uh, podcast as well as going through and uh, doing the uh, the thing with uh, streaming okay so I would I would appreciate that remember use the code enigma get 10% off 
and I would appreciate that so much. And and I, if you do do that, go ahead and take a picture of yourself with your hot sauce where you're putting it on or, or whatever and share that out to me on Twitter and I'll share that out to everybody I have I know. And if I know the Kindred kindred Nation, Kindred Knights, they'll do the same thing for all their followers. So we can get you some social media interaction if you want uh, to do that. That would probably uh, that would help us out and help you out too. So I'm sure you'd that'd be great. So, all right. Thank you so much for listening to my uh, good housekeeping stuff there. And do remember, I only plug stuff that I actually like. That's a, that's a big prerequisite for me is I want to make sure that uh, I'm not just taking, you know, people saying, oh, Enigma, push our stuff. I was like, no, I, I need to try your stuff. I need to see your stuff. I need to, I need to, to see if I like it because the last thing I want to do is is push a product that I don't believe in or or like and so far I everything I've had from kindred nations I I've I've loved and enjoyed quite a bit so uh when I tell you that I that I I do support them I I do I do support their their products because they make great stuff their fraud sauces are all fresh and and I know they would love to have your business and and it would be great it would be absolutely great so thank you so much for listening to all that now we're going to go ahead and get into my review of starfield uh, I've been playing it for what about a, a month now. I know it came out while I was on vacation in Italy, and then when I got back, I started playing it, and I've streamed it. Um, I'm probably, I'm guessing, I'm halfway through the story. I don't know, quite, quite frankly, just simply because there's so much to do. Uh, as I was explaining to someone in my stream today about what Starfield is like, is that when you play an open world game like um, well, Spider-Man, let's look at Spider-Man, it's coming out. Spider-Man 1 was, most of the game was its story. There were side quests, yes, but the side quests were these little things. Bethesda games is a whole, are a completely different animal. You actually sit there and you spend more time doing the side missions than you actually do in the story. So it's a little different that way. But uh, there's there's just a lot to do, and I don't know how far I am in the game. I really don't. But uh, I have enjoyed what I've played so far. It's uh, an open world game, open galaxy game with uh, a, a real high emphasis on exploration and discovery, which is something I really love about open world games is getting out there and finding secrets and finding you know caves with, with weapons in them and, and all these different things, mining and crafting was never really my thing. And it's, uh, I do have a lot of crafting stuff I haven't done anything with, but I, I do love the idea of, Hey, we're landing on this planet. We're the first ones ever land on this planet. Let's go see what minerals are here. Let's go see what the wildlife is like. Let's go look at the plants. Uh, let's go check out these f rock formations. There's different stuff like that, different landmarks you can discover on different planets and moons. There's just so much there. And, uh, you know, I know I can hear people screaming at me right now, but Enigma, what about No Man's Sky? And you are correct. No Man's Sky was the first game to do it and do it like this. And it did come out years ago on the PlayStation 4. The problem was, and I knew when I saw No Man's Sky what they were promising. I knew it when I saw it. I said, this game is too ambitious uh, for what they're promising. It's like they're promising this whole galaxy that you'll be able to explore and there's, I just don't know how you can really deliver on that. They were a very small developer. They, you know, and, and when it came out, it, it didn't do that great, unfortunately. It had a lot of problems. And they did fix them, made it into a much better game. I do, I do know that. I respect it. I have a physical copy of it right over there. I'm looking right at it right now. Uh, they did a great job with that stuff. They really, really did. 
I have no issues at all with No Man's Sky, but uh, Starfield has has really done it better, in my opinion. They've made uh, this whole star, all these star clusters you can go and explore. There's there's a lot of planets. There's a lot of wildlife. A lot of things you can go out and find, and uh, a lot of things you can discover. There's a ton of side quests. There's so many weapons. It's so deep the way that they've done it with character creation. Everything, you know, ship creation, you can build your own starships. There's so many things you can do in that game. And it's impressive. It's so impressive that they managed to do all that. Because, again, it's very ambitious to say we're going to give you this whole thing to explore, this whole galaxy or, you know, these star clusters to explore. And every planet is going to be huge and there's going to be stuff to find and, and all that. It's just so well done that they have done it that way. Uh, and I, and I do like it. I think it's, it, they've done a great job with, with that. Now, uh, it's not perfect. It is not a perfect game at all. Uh, there are problems. First of all, it's a Bethesda game. So when I say Bethesda, you say bugs. That's how it works. Bethesda always will, will make a game and they'll release these amazing sizzle reels and show you all the cool stuff that, that you'll be able to do in their game. They, whoever does their sizzle reels, that, that dude doesn't make enough money or that girl doesn't make enough money because they they sell that to me that they their sizzle reels sell so well and uh, I I'm just impressed with 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 the whole thing with their with the their sizzle reels and I always am they sell me a, a game and then they get it and then there's a lot of bugs it's it Bethesda games are known for their bugs and this is no different. There are a lot of bugs. Uh, there's a mission right now that I'm, I was trying to finish a side quest. There's a character side quest, actually, a loyalty quest for a character. I'm supposed to find and talk to this girl, and they tell me where she is, and she's not there. I don't know where she is. I don't know when she's going to show up, but she's not there. And uh, it, it's frustrating because I really want to finish that quest, but I can't until that girl shows up. And I know she's supposed to be there. Everything I read says she's supposed to be there, and she's not. So it's uh, it's a little frustrating with that, uh, the, with the bugs. I can remember back when Assassin's Creed uh, Ragnarok came out, they, they had the same problem. Or Valhalla, not Ragnarok, Valhalla. I always do that. Uh, they, they did the same thing with Assassin's Creed. I got to this mission where... Uh, if I got stuck, it was one of the missions where you were in Valhalla, and you had to... Once you talk to this dude, they were supposed to, the you know, a frost giant was supposed to attack you and, and, and or something to that effect. And it never happened. It just never happened. And it didn't happen until I, uh, they updated it like months later, up the patch came out. And then when I loaded it back up, I could actually complete it. But uh, in this case, I, it's just annoying that I can't find this girl I'm supposed to talk to. And, uh, but then again, it, like I said, it's Bethesda. That is how Bethesda works, is that they release games with a lot of bugs, and it's going to be a couple of months before they get a lot of them ironed out. Uh, I was hoping it wouldn't be this bad with the bugs because of uh, the fact they're only making it for one console. They only made it for the for the Xbox, so they really only had the focus on the PC and the Xbox. They didn't have to worry about how the PlayStation architecture worked. You'd think that would have solved that but unfortunately it didn't they also had another year of development behind it still didn't matter uh, there are bugs in the game and they are they are and can be frustrating uh, i also and then i will take this to my grave i do not this is something about bethesda games that just drives me up the wall that and, and that's the overburden status 
these games, every game that Bethesda does, whether it be Elder Scrolls, whether it be Starfield, whether it be uh, um, Fallout, they always they're loot games. They're loot based games. You walk into a, a a building and they want you to explore and unlock things and and find these weapons and find different armor sets and to find these special items. They want you to go through and, and, and hunt and find these things, and then they burden overburden you down when you loot all this stuff. And I've that has always bugged me that you have a game that's based off of loot. And they, they overburden you all the time. Now, do I need 600 submachine guns? No, I really don't. But I still loot everything. And then I have, I, I come to the point where it's just like, okay, now I'm overburdened. What do I do? And and I can't fast travel. And, I, and it, it, it just sucks. It just really does suck. And uh, I would, if it were me, if it were up to me and Bethesda, if you were listening, please, please, please listen and take this into consideration. I fully realize it's not true to life that uh, that a guy's going to carry around 600 submachine guns. I, I completely understand that. That being said, uh, you need to have limitless inventory in, in your games. If you're going to make games that are going to be loot-based in order to make sure that you have... Uh, the ability to to get find everything in a dungeon or a cave or or a, a plant or a mine or whatever you need to have a bottomless bag of loot you that you can do things with and then then crafting becomes more fun because then you have all the, the stuff you can craft and you don't have to worry about I kind of go back to my safe and find this and find that no get rid of it just get rid of the overburdened status completely. We don't need it in your games. I and I know it's not real to life, but it doesn't matter. Just because it's not real to life, it's it's uh, doesn't mean it's not any fun. It's a lot of fun when you're able to go through your inventory and find you know stuff that there and and swap out your weapons and swap out your your spacesuits and your armor, and then you can craft your your new weapons and and find things and and improve your weapons and all that. I just. Uh, I don't get the overburdened stuff. Now, I will say the overburdened stuff in this game is better than it's been in games past. Uh, the overburdened status, like in Skyrim, if you were one pound overburdened, they would uh, make you move like you were carrying a building on your back. It's, that's, how, that's how it was. It's like you, you, were, you were crawling, you were moving so slow. And you couldn't fast travel. You couldn't. You just had to go and go and go, and it'd take you a half hour to get somewhere. That's is how Skyrim uh, was. In this game, you have an oxygen meter and a carbon dioxide meter, and basically, if you're overburdened and you move with anything faster than a walking speed, then you will consume oxygen if you're overburdened. And then if you consume too much oxygen, then you start taking in CO2. And if you take in carbon dioxide, then, you know, it hurts your health. So it actually is a little better in this game, but my point is it doesn't need to be there at all. If I'm on a planet, first of all, and, and first of all, Bethesda, just, just hear me out. Just hear me out about this. You've got 200 plus planets in this game. Okay. I, I'm exploring. I go to a planet, and there's a pirate base on the planet. Okay, don't know what it is. Just a pirate base. Go in, kill all the pirates, loot all the stuff. I'm overburdened. I can't carry stuff uh, anymore, so I can only get let's just say two thirds of everything out of there that I wanted to get. So then I got to go back to Alpha Centauri to the lodge and drop off my stuff in the safe or cell or, or whatever. 
what how am i supposed to remember which planet i was on or the moon i was on it's it's there's not enough there to really do it instead you need to have more interactive maps to let to let you mark where you where you are where you're exploring where you've been if if you want or like i said just just get rid of the overburden status that would be the best thing ever have bottomless bags let yourself loot 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 all day long and uh, then you don't have to worry about uh, going back to Alpha Centauri and dropping stuff off and you're safe and you can spend more time actually exploring and having a good time. So uh, that is really my biggest concern and my biggest problem with the game is every time I go into a, uh, a building, every time I go into a structure or a cave or something, I know that I'm going to be overburned when I come out. That's just how it is. And it does slow the game down for me. Not as bad as Skyrim did, but it still slows it down to the point where it is it is annoying. Also, I should mention that the quick save feature, you need to abuse the quick save feature. They do not autosave nearly as much as you've seen in a lot of uh, these games, quite frankly. Uh, a great example is, is the other night I was uh, raiding this guy's ship to get an artifact out of it. And uh, you, you go down and you get it and then you have to shoot your way out, right? There's, he's got a whole litany of, of uh, bloodthirsty uh, mercenaries waiting for someone to try to get out with his stuff. He's trying to protect his stuff. Well, once you get back on your ship, if you go all the way down, grab the thing, shoot your way out, get to your ship, then there's turrets waiting for you that weren't there before on your ship, uh, that aimed at your ship. So as you're leaving, these turrets are there and they start shooting at you. I didn't expect those turrets to be there. So the, sh the first time the turrets shot me down, they completely shot me down. I'm like, what the heck? And then come to find out there was not one save, not one auto save for that whole mission. I do the whole mission over again. And I, that bugged me as well. Uh, I would prefer it if they would have said okay well you've switched to your ship we're going to do an auto save here because you, you you completed this part of the mission you got the artifact you shot your way out let's go ahead and, and save your game here in case something happens and and that's what happened and it really annoyed me that i had to go back and do all of that again uh because as I, to me it doesn't make for a good stream but if i had to do the same thing over and over again but uh that so use the quick save feature in the menu please do that they expect you to do that uh, otherwise let's talk about what i really like about the game like i said the exploration is really good i do love uh the firefights versus your space firefights and and how you can be really good at one like i'm pretty good uh in a firefight but my ship skills are not that great so I'm really trying to work on on that and, and get that going. Uh, but yeah, that's I, I do love that. I do love the exploration. I love the exploration. I really do. I would uh, love it if uh, there was more, you know, more planets and such. I know that everyone's uh, been complaining about the same stuff with Starfield that there needs to be more. Ran, you know, more random exploration. There needs to be places where you can go that you're really the first person there. You know, things like that. I I do completely understand the uh, that mentality. I, I I really really do. Uh, but at the same time, there's a lot there. There really is a lot there, and uh, I'm sure there are people that are going to be uh, heading through uh, the the game to just explore all the planets and find all of the the animals and all of the the plant life and all and just 100 percent every planet i'm sure they're going to try to do that if they haven't done it already 
And the nice thing is about it is that it'll be easy for them to expand. Uh, you, they will have the ability for just adding another couple star clusters or adding, you know, hey, there's a, there's some someplace new to go. You know, that's I could totally see them doing that. I'm sure that's what they're working on. And it's the kind of game also that they're, you will have the ability to uh, uh, go back and play several different ways, several different times, and uh, play it differently every time because of the way that the character creation is. You know, you can start out and, and have a soldier, and then maybe the next time you play through, you'll have a more of a Navy pilot. Next time you play through, maybe you'll just have someone that likes to go around and beat people with, with axes, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, they do always do a really good job with that stuff, and this is this game is no exception. Uh, and it, it, it is long. It will be the kind of game that you play for a long time if you really get into it. I know that I am... Uh, very much looking forward to seeing what else they do with this game. Uh, when I played Skyrim, I, I, I played Skyrim in batches where when, when it came out, I would play it and then I would fall out of love with it and I would go play something else and I would come back to Skyrim in a couple of months and then I would play that for a little while then something else would come out and do that. And I, and I have a feeling that's what Starfield's going to be like for me as well. But while I wasn't nearly as excited for the the expansions for Skyrim, I think I will be for Starfield because it is really well done as far as an exploration kind of game goes. As I, I really do think they did, they've done a great job with uh, with the exploration part and I, and just just wow, I, I I like the way the game looks, like the way the game plays. Now the truth is, uh, if I, if it were up to me, this is what they should have done. With a Star Wars open world game, if if Starfield were Star Wars or Star Trek, I think it would have gone completely gangbusters. Like there would have been people who were breaking the the, the walls down to get th this game. Because if you if you put if you take out the starships and you put them in X wings and and uh, have people exploring the Star Wars galaxies and finding hidden secrets in star wars and then you could have your your some of your legends content and and make you know have all that that i would oh gosh that what a great idea enigma i just came up with that that's a great idea you could totally do it just make a starfield game put it in the star wars universe and that would sell that would absolutely sell it put it Right after Return of the Jedi, then you can go over and you can check out, you know, and you could talk to other characters that are in the the universe. I think that's a great that great idea. But um, overall, it's it, it, there. They haven't done a lot wrong with it. Uh, you know, the bugs they'll improve upon. Uh, there, there's the firefights are pretty decent. There's no uh, uh, gimmicks to a lot of fights. It's just shoot, 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 shoot. You know, and if you're really good at first person shooters, you can do that. Uh, the starship dog fights, I really, uh, I need to get better at quite frankly, which is odd for me to say because I love space flight sims like that. I, I'm actually pretty decent at them. And in this case, I'm not probably because of the ship I'm piloting and, and what I need to improve upon. But I do really like what I have seen so far of the game. Uh, I, I don't know how far I am into the story. But uh, it's going to be the kind of game that you can play forever. That that's the thing about it is is that the game is is going to be exceedingly long, and uh, I I I'm all for it. This is the, in 2023. It's nice that you can pay seventy dollars for a game and actually get 
something that's going to let you play it for a long time as opposed to if you, for a lot of games you go out and spend 70 bucks on right now and if you play through the uh, first person first player mode you get to play it for two three four five six hours maybe and then you put it down and move on to the next game Star, starfield is not going to be like that starfield is going to be around for a while and they're going to continue to expand upon it they're going to continue to add things and i just i think for for 70 dollars uh, you, there's not much you can actually uh, do better than uh, th- than that game as far as as uh, that kind of, of of game goes. I just it's pretty amazing. I just I, I do like the game quite a bit. Now, is it going to be a game of the year? Uh, it'll be nominated, and it should be nominated. But will it win? That'll I don't know. Uh, it's possible. It's entirely possible. Uh, but I, I just don't see it winning. Uh, this year, that we've had some pretty decent stuff coming out. We really have. And I I just... It deserves to be nominated. It deserves to be on the short list. It is a fantastic game. It's really well done. Uh, there are some small things that bug, that have bugged me about it. But nothing that really takes away from the overall game. I, it's, it's one of the better games that I think... Bethesda has come up with, and I really do have a feeling that uh, this is going to be the kind of thing that they can they can put you know, as a flagpole, a tentpole event for them. You know, like just like Elder Scrolls, just like Fallout, they're gonna they're gonna have the opportunity to uh, make this into one of their their amazing releases they do every couple of years. You know, they'll right. We know they're working on Elder Scrolls Six right now. Whatever it's going to be, that's their next game. They've already announced it. Uh, then they'll probably do Fallout Five, and then after that, here's Starfield Two. You know, that's that's entirely uh, in the realm of speculation as to what they could do, and and uh, it's it's a really good start. It really is a good start, and and uh, with, with the funny nice thing about Starfield is is that you have endless capabilities, endless potential because of the fact that you're going to be exploring the final frontier and. Um, overall, I, I can't recommend it enough. I think it's exactly what Microsoft needed. I think uh, Microsoft really needed an exclusive game that that uh, is great, that's going to uh, get attention. And uh, this is as much as I don't like, I didn't like the fact that they bought Bethesda and or Zenimax, who owns Bethesda. And I don't, I still don't like the fact that uh, we. Uh, are seeing the big three or big two anyway, Sony and Microsoft buying up all of the the development houses and publishers. I, I hate that. I can't stand it. It is good for Microsoft that they finally have a great game that uh, is is going to bring people to their console. You know, Microsoft used to be able just to bring out Halo and it, people would flock. People go, oh, Halo, Halo, Halo. I got to wait the new Halo. You know, I worked very a lot of Halo launches and Halo put butts in seats. They it really did. It would Halo 2 came out and it was huge. Halo 3 came out, it was huge. Halo Reach came out, and ODST, they were huge. They they did great promoting Halo and it it was it, it was their their big uh, driver. But but Halo's fallen off in the last several years. It's not Bungie's game anymore. They, well, Microsoft bought it. Uh, they they kept it when they when Bungie bought their independence, and now Sony owns Bungie, which is so odd to even think about. But overall, it just comes down to that um, 
Microsoft needed something. They needed something to really uh, get people excited about because it's all been in Sony. Everything that comes out for Sony is crazy. Like, oh, here's Spider-Man. Here's God of War. You know, here, here's this. Here's that. And all this stuff is great, 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 great. Getting all the attention. And meanwhile, Microsoft has been running in place for the last three or four years since the launch of the Xbox Series X, quite frankly. They've been running in place. They're, they haven't had a lot on their console that's been great, that's been exclusive. And what has been exclusive uh, has been lacking. You know, Halo Infinite, I didn't hate Halo Infinite the way a lot of people did, but, you know, it's it's there, and it's it's fine, but it's nowhere near the game that they really wanted it to be. Gears of War, the same way. You know, they bought Gears of War from Epic, and it's just not doing as well as it probably should have. And Microsoft needs to get back into the, the frame of mind that they have great franchises under their umbrella that they need to start bringing out. They need to start using. They need to start making games. Why Why aren't they making a new Doom? They should be making a you know Doom 5 or whatever. We need to, 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 to get on that. We need to make it. And not just make it a gimmick. We need to make it. We need to you know have a, make it a big deal. That's what they need to do. You know, why are, Wolfenstein, they need to get on that. They need to get on all this stuff. And, and um, hopefully this is the start. This is the start. Because they need, they need, this is exactly what they needed. They needed to have a shot in the arm. And, and I'm glad that, that they're finally getting it. And uh, hopefully this is just the first of many. Uh, it, it, because if both consoles are successful, then you're, that pushes both of them to make better games, is what it comes down to, and release better hardware. The only way you see innovation, the only way you see anyone change their business model is to actually have competition. And then from there, then you'll see, gosh, Microsoft brought out Starfield. We need to have something like Starfield. What can we do? We need to have something. We got to we gotta put put together so, something that, that, that's going to compete with that because if they're going to release games like that on their console, we can't not have that answer to it. And we need to invent something. We need to have a new studio. We need to come up with a new IP. We have to put our best foot forward. And and the same thing applies to Microsoft in this case. I was just talking to my girlfriend. We were. I just got done watching my beloved Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Baltimore Ravens. Um, and uh, they were talking about it on the announcers the entire game about how close of a rivalry it is between the, the Steelers and the Ravens. And it is a true rivalry because as a Steelers fan, I can tell you... Uh, we I we always play our best against Baltimore. We play very good against Baltimore, but they play very good against us as well. And it's a, it's always a well we if if we beat them twice in you know in the regular season and, and then we meet in the playoffs, chances are they're gonna they're gonna turn around and beat us. So that's that's just how it goes. And we beat them once, they beat us once, and it's it's a, it's a very hit or miss thing. But it's but it's a rivalry. It really is. And uh, the same thing applies to video games is that that's a rivalry. If you have both at their best and you get hit, you know, hit here and you hit them there, then it's a rivalry. If you are just completely uh, under, under the, the thumb of your competition, that's not a rivalry. You know, the, the Bears Packers, for instance, uh, and I live outside of Chicago and the, the people of Chicago act like there's a rivalry from with the Green Bay Packers. Let me tell you something, guys. That is not a rivalry. That's a that is the, the Bears always lose to the Packers. It's it's a butt kicking. A rivalry. There needs to be some give and take. You have to give. You have to take. That's how it works. And the same thing applies here with games. Sony needs competition in order to make themselves better. Otherwise, they're not ever going to innovate or change anything. And the same thing goes with Microsoft. And then Nintendo's going to do what Nintendo's going to do. 
So who really cares? But uh, and they're going to be successful while they do it. So go figure there. But it, it just really I say but a lot. I've been saying but 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 but. Um, really, it it's just uh, it, it needs to be more evenly matched because the last generation and a half have been Sony, 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 and it has not even been close. And if you want any more proof of that, just look at how quickly Microsoft took the Xbox One out of production. They released the Series S and the Series X, and they nearly pulled a hamstring backing off of the Xbox One so fast. That's that's how you know that it has not been a close rivalry between those two companies. Because if there was, then we would still be looking at there being Xbox Ones readily available, and they're not. Uh, you could you can always tell the, how successful a console is based off of how long it is supported after the new console comes out. Sony usually has what they call a ten year life cycle with their consoles. So you buy an, a, a, a PlayStation Five, you bought it. I got mine at the end of 2020, so that's when it was released. Uh, then you uh, put forward that we have a ten year life cycle, so it's going to be available. You'll be able to find stuff for it till 2030, is what they usually say. Uh, and it's true, they will. Now, will they continue to support with games and things like that? No, they will for the first couple of years, but they're going to go ahead and uh, once the PlayStation 6 comes out, that's a one should have buy that. So their focus will be on the PlayStation 6. And the same thing happens with Nintendo. The same thing happens with Microsoft. Is But you can, you can always tell how successful a console is based off of how quickly they take it out of production. Nintendo's a great example as well. The uh, Wii U... The second the Switch came out, the Wii U was done. They couldn't they couldn't wait to drop it because it sold like crap, and they knew it sold like crap. Uh, so you're gonna that's how you can usually tell. That really is. So uh, Microsoft really needed this shot in the arm. They really needed it. I, I hope it's a it's a sign that there's going to be some more competition coming out of the green brand because uh, Sony's gonna need it as well. It's good for it is good for gaming overall when the consoles do well. I do not get this this whole PC versus console thing. It's all we're all gamers here, uh, as far as I'm concerned. It doesn't matter. And if, as long as as someone that they're if everyone's doing well, if everyone's making money, if everyone's making great games, then we all benefit. That's just how it works. Sorry, I, it doesn't matter if you own the console or not, or the PC or not. Get over it. Just go recognize the fact that there's great games out there for every console, every platform that there is, and. Uh, it's great when everything you can do that you can take advantage of it so i'm all about uh starfield i am i would probably give it like an 8.5 out of 10 8 to 8.5 out of 10 uh just in my opinion maybe you know seven and a half seven and a half to eight and a half probably uh it's a, it is a great game there are some some issues that i have with it as i as i talked about but overall uh, if you're looking for a game for your Xbox or your PC and you want something that's really going to be an hours cruncher, that's something that you're going to be able to enjoy for a very long time, uh, I cannot really tell you you can't go wrong with Starfield. I, I'll tell you you can't go wrong with Starfield. You cannot. It's, it's worth it. It's a great game. It's very well made. Uh, once they get the bugs taken care of here in the next you know six months or so, a lot of the bugs, I think it's going to be just an extraordinary experience uh, i'm sure they already have two or three expansions already lined up or working on i think that's going to be uh, a great thing to, to as well when you see the expansions i'm sure they'll expand on the starborn and maybe introduce some more alien races i don't know we will see but uh, as of right now i said but again uh 
I would say it's it's really worth your time and uh, and money to actually go through and, and, and check it out. Not to mention, guys, I don't know if it's going to be for sale, on sale uh, during Black Friday, but Black Friday is a month from now. <laughs> so yeah, go ahead and, and uh, circle that as a possibility. You can get that on sale during Black Friday. I don't know if it will be, but it's, it's entirely possible. There's always three or four recent games that they put on sale during Black Friday uh, sales, and that could definitely, you know, it's got as much of a chance as any of the other ones. So hopefully uh, it will be, and some folks who didn't have the opportunity to get it when it first came out will look at it and go, hey, it's 20 bucks off or whatever it is. Let's, let's, let's give it a go. So let's go ahead and call the podcast for today. So I said, now I, now I went from saying but, now I'm saying so. Isn't that funny? That we all use certain words and phrases to uh, transition to other things we're trying to say. It's like we're, we're, our brains come up with something to, while we're trying to think of something else to say, we, we use the same words and phrases. And apparently mine are so and but right now. So go figure. Uh, we're going to go ahead and call uh, the podcast today. I do want to, pre- I, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you listening. Do me a favor and, and uh, let your friends know that I'm here. I know uh, I'm the only way I'm going to get any better is if I have a, a bigger audience and having people make suggestions and tell me, hey, you know what, Enigma, I, I, I think you, you're, you're on the right track, but maybe you should try doing this or something to that effect, you know, and I, I really do want to, to, to grow my audience here and grow my audience on uh, my uh, streaming as well. So any, any help I can get on any of that, I just love it and appreciate it. And, and guys, don't forget, uh, as I said earlier, you never know how much it means to somebody that, uh, when you say something nice, if, you know, and I, I had a, uh, a much larger streamer messaged me on Twitter this week and and uh, just said some really nice things about my stuff and and I was taken back because he didn't have to do that quite frankly and and it meant a lot so never underestimate how a small gesture like that can go and, and so so thanks to him and and thanks to everyone who's who's out there who uh, is listening and and um, watches my stuff again. Please feel free. Let me know what you want to hear or what you want me to talk about. I'll be more than happy to to consider. If I have a background in it, I will be more than happy to to, to take it on. Um, I'm, I'm an older gamer, so I you know Mario, Nintendo stuff. I can really talk about uh, your Fortnites and your Apexes. I'm sorry, I don't know a lot about it. I don't play them, <laughs> so uh, not my thing. I, I I've had someone offer to uh, teach me how to play Fortnite, and I say, well, maybe we'll see, but. Overall, I'm I'm not I'm not a good competitive gamer, so I don't I don't I much prefer the the story driven stuff. Now I might be collaborating. I should be collaborating with a friend of mine coming up here over the next month or so. Uh, she and I have contacted have have uh, talked about it. We don't know what we're gonna play yet, but definitely I will uh, watch my Twitter account and we'll, we'll take take that when it when it comes now uh, don't forget i will be on this weekend streaming as i said weekend after i will be at twitchcon in las vegas so i will not stream i do plan on having podcasts up though so i will probably do a a uh, an early one and and just tape it and 
to record it and then have it ready for the, the Monday I, after I get back. Just because I'm going to be in Las Vegas and I, do, I won't have the ability to to record while I am in Las Vegas. So I will uh, not be streaming that weekend. So don't forget about that. I'll be active on Twitter. I'll put p- pictures and all that good stuff just like I usually do. If anyone who uh, was on my Twitter account saw my, my, my coverage of my Italy trip, I posted pictures every day of the food I was eating and all the cool stuff we had seen. I was very much uh, uh, loving that, and I'll do the same thing uh, with with uh, Vegas. You know, I will put up pictures and things like that if there's a demand for it. So uh, that's going to be in two weeks. So I, I definitely hope that uh, everyone will, you know, give me a follow and and um, feel free to talk to me, make suggestions. I would greatly appreciate that, and I hope you have a great week. I really do, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much.